It's Brian Preston, the money guy. Restoring order to your financial chaos. Retirement, investing, taxes. You've got financial questions, he's got financial answers. It's Brian Preston, the money guy. Well, it's been about two and a half weeks. We've had so many things go on in the last two and a half weeks. First of all, you know, we got to take Bo down to Orlando for a little Disney love in the last few weeks. So Bo is no longer a guy who's never been to, to Disney World. He's he's welcomed into the secret brotherhood fraternity of other individuals that have been to Disney. So so welcome to the Disney experience, Bo. Well, it, it feels good to be here, and um, and I, I don't know what took me so long. Well, here's the other thing is that we... I have a we have a really interesting show idea today. This is a show idea that actually required us to go out and do some research, and I got the entire office involved in this process. And I'm kind of curious to see um, where Bo goes with his story. I kind of walked back, walked in from lunch yesterday after we'd all done our our, our secret shopping experiment, and Bo had the entire pretty much the whole office floor. Um, talking about some story, and then I walk in, and he kind of got quieted up, and he says, I'm not going to share this to you until, until we're on air. So I'm kind of curious to see what he's going to share with me. But we're actually going to find out how good your supermarket stores are or where you buy your groceries are. We you know, we went out to Walmart, went out to Target, even went out to Publix, and then we even talked to some super couponers to see how we could even explore that avenue of saving money when you do grocery shopping. Because let's face it, we all do groceries. But before I get into that, let me tell you, I um, want to do a little bit of intro on the show. Of course, this is the Money Guy Show. You can check us out at money-guy.com. You can also write the show. That's Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at money-guy.com. A lot of you have already figured it out, but let me go ahead and give you a heads up that we do have a free section that you can go ahead and go to the money-guy website and type in your email address, and we'll do you blast emails whenever we do new shows. It also lets you see a few more episodes than what's out there on iTunes. And if you really like what you what you see on the Money Guy Show, we do have a premium section that opens up all of our archives to where you can go back and, and grab past episodes. You also can see our quarterly commentary that we send out to our wealth management clients, as well as some internal research that we do. And that's probably a good lead-in. I want to tell you, I got, two, I got a bunch of emails, but there's two that I want to draw attention to um, since our last show. And this is one, you always like it when you see a, the subject line says, Zag, car buying, great, saved 2900 So I got to believe that, um, let me see if he tells me not to use his name. No, it looks like Roger doesn't care. But Roger, who um, is one of our national listeners, uh, actually wrote us a great email and it's how we saved him a ton of money on his car buying experience. He said, Brian and Bo, Bo, I have been listening to your podcast through iTunes for about three years now. Keep them coming. Without your podcast, I would have never known about Zag.com. A little while back, you had a podcast on car buying experience with Zag.com. Well, here's my car buying experience with Zag. I signed on to Zag and built my vehicle, a 2011 Toyota Tundra, and sent out my information so the internet managers could get in touch with me. I was ready for an avalanche of lost leader phone calls and emails. Never happened. Within about four hours, I received emails from three Zag certified dealers. All had price quotes and were eager, eager to requote their prices if there were any changes to my original extras listed for the truck. Armed with these quotes, I decided to do it the old-fashioned way and went to a Toyota dealer with four, about four miles from my home. It wasn't a Zag certified one. Well, two and a half hours later, in a splitting headache, Got to flip the page. They wouldn't drop their price any lower than the MSRP minus the Toyota cash incentive. Plus, they wanted me to buy 
the fabric protection, and some sort of acid rain protection. Not only was was I armed with the Zag quotes, I also had the Consumer Reports buying price for the vehicle plus the extras. No dice. They didn't want a deal. So I went home, emailed the Zag dealer I had chosen, made an appointment to buy and pick up the truck. When I got to the certified dealership, two days later the truck was prepped and ready to go. I had to sign a few forms and write a check. Smooth as silk, no surprises. The price was exactly as what was quoted via the email total time at the dealership, less than 60 minutes. Bottom line, this certified dealer was about 45-minute drive from my home, and I saved $2,900. I say the drive was worth it. Roger, thank you, thank you for the email. You know, I had the exact same experience. You know, I've told you guys that uh, I'm a big fan of credit unions, and um, we have a credit union that has a car buying service that's always been awesome. Um, but... I'll tell you, my wife had totaled her car last year. Somebody ran into the back, a fine, uninsured motorist nonetheless. But um, we, we were able to go buy us a new car, and the Consumer Reports and Zag service is was was priceless. So that's another advantage of being a premium subscriber is you can go back into our archives and check out those show notes to because we, we focus on these type of things all the time. Not only do we get into sophisticated money management, Ideas, and we're, believe me, we're going to get into some of that in upcoming episodes because I know some of my 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 number geeks really enjoy that part of it. But we've been kind of talking about how we can stretch your dollars and car buying. We got that covered. We're going to be covering grocery stores too. I want to give one last kudo to Bo too. Um, you know, Bo took the CFA exam. Uh, what was it back in December? December fourth. Passed it. Part of thirty five was it thirty five percent? It was right around rate? there. Yes, thirty five percent pass rate for the first part of the CFA exam. Well, I got an email from one of our listeners. It says Brian and Bo, I'm a week ahead on my podcast. I'm a week behind on my podcast. So I just heard the good news. Congratulations to Bo on the CFA CFA exam. One down, two to go. Um, if you can attend your local chapter meetings, they are a wealth of knowledge. Good luck on the next two. So John, that was John, who's um, got his own financial planning firm out there, and he, he wrote. Bo, some well wishes. So congratulations, Bo. Thank you very much. So don't worry, we're going to talk about Disney at the end, but I like to get into the meat and potatoes of our podcast first. So let's um, let's talk about this grocery experience. Now, this is one of those things that's been sitting on my mind for a while because I, I like getting a good deal. I mean, getting a good deal is very important to me. And one of the things that that hit me is that my wife loves to shop, shop at Target. Um, I've been pushing her, you need to go to Walmart, because Walmart's cheaper, and I'm all about saving the bucks, but she said, she's always told me she likes the Target experience much more, and that's kind of bothered me a little bit, because I felt like we were left in some money on the ta- leaving some money on the table, but then she came to me um, and showed me an application for this red card. Target has a red card that if you sign up for this in-store credit card, and it, it is an in-store credit card, I know some of you are scared of the big bad debt, but I think if you're responsible, there is an opportunity here because what these red cards do at Target is they give you 5% off everything. And it's not a rebate process where you have to go to the credit card website and ask for your money back. At, at checkout, they actually lower your total bill by 5, 5% if you're participating in this program. So that intrigued me. And it's kind of been this this question that's been sitting out in the back of my head because I've always read that Walmart is the cheapest with groceries. There's a Wall Street Journal article on this years ago when Walmart first got into these super centers where it had the groceries. And that's kind of always stuck in my head that I read that article. And then I've just been curious, well, with this 5% back from Target, is now Target a better deal than Walmart? 
And then we also go to Publix. We have a Publix right outside my neighborhood. And, you know, my wife loves to shop there when she can't make the trip up to the Super Target Center. So I want to know how much is that costing my family? Well, the best way to get the answers is to put together a list of actual groceries that you're using and go do a spot check. And I've been thinking about this topic for a, a number of weeks, but it was, what was that, Wednesday night? I think so, yeah. Wednesday night, I actually woke up at 3 in the morning, couldn't sleep. And this is, I don't I don't know, it really is a sickness. I had a, a, a listener who called me yesterday who was going to be driving through this neck of the woods and wanted to see if he could stop by, and he said, Brian, I, th- I think you and I think a lot alike. And I... I was like, I'm not so sure. I said, did you wake up at four in the morning thinking about groceries? He's like, no, you're probably right. So uh, I, I think I am a different bird in the in the way I think about these type of things. But I, I got up at four in the morning and actually scroll, you know, scribbled down on the back of a white envelope some items that we buy a lot of in my house and then started writing the description so there was going to be no ambiguity in, in what we we're doing. And then I, I came in with the idea and... Shared it with Bo, and we got a brand new employee, Nikki. And by the way, here's how you know you have a find on a new employee. When we start talking about couponing, she goes, oh, my mom is a super couponer. <laughs> so she immediately was able to get on the phone with her mother so we could go find out if there were better deals if, I, if my family is a couponer. Because my wife does not do the coupon thing as much as I'd love her to. So I came in, shared the idea. Bo was given the task of Publix. Nikki, our brand new associate here, and... and Paraplanner was given the, 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 the location of Target. And then my wife and I went over to Walmart. And, and it was an enjoyable experience. Um, Bo, is this a good time for you to share what happened to you? Well, yeah. Let me, so, so here's what we did. We have this list of, um, of 20 items. And Brian wanted us to go into the grocery stores and mark down how much each item cost at our respective grocery stores. Um, and we knew the exact exact type of item and then exact quantity, you know, how many ounces, you know, so we're comparing the same boxes of cereal, essentially. Um, and so in my mind, I thought that this list was non-negotiable. Everything on this list had to be found. Had to be found. And so here at Preston and Cleveland, we don't... Um, we don't have a we don't we don't wear a coat and tie to the office every day, but we you know we wear business casual. So yesterday, uh, when I went to Publix, I was wearing a, a pair of slacks and then just a button-up shirt and a sweater. Um, and if you want to get exemplary customer service, and I mean top of the line, better than you ever get, go into a grocery sco- store wearing slacks, wearing business casual clothes, have a notepad and an ink pen, and act like you're checking things off. Because this is what happened. <laughs> I'm walking around. You know, and, and I keep going to different aisles, looking at different uh, different items, and I'm checking these things off, and I'm writing on these prices, but I'm not picking anything up. I'm not adding anything to my cart. Um, well, I have some tr- some trouble finding one of the cheeses on our list. So so there's this very very nice older lady. Um, I pull her. I said, "Ma'am, w- would you mind? Um, will you help me find this?" And she took me over there and said, "Here it is." And I said, "Thank you so much." Well, then there's this baby food, and I don't have any children of my own. So when I'm on the baby aisle. It is a complete foreign language to me. I feel like I'm on Mars shopping because I don't know what I'm looking at. So I can't find this baby food. So I ask, ask the, uh, this nice lady if she will help me find this. We go to the baby food aisle and it's not there. And so immediately this, uh, this look of panic flushes over her face. And she says, um, sir, are you, are, you with, uh, are you with the distributor of this food, food and trying to check and see if it's here? Well, not, not realizing what I'm doing, I just said no. Well, I didn't volunteer what I actually was doing. So in right. her mind, she has no idea what I'm doing. She just knows that I'm dressed up business-wise and I'm checking off a list. 
Um, so what she does is we walk to another aisle to, to go find it. And I should have probably at this point let her know what I was doing there, but it didn't hit me because I was trying to find this food. Oh, you big shot at her, didn't uh, you? No, I, I, like I completely did not mean to do that. So, so we walk to another aisle. There's nothing there. So then she sees another one of her associates and asks, you know, hey, do you know what this is? And so the two of us walk to another aisle. It's not there. Well, then we go back into the back of the store, back behind closed doors where the manager is. Well, you we, went back there? Oh, too? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are talking with the manager. So the manager comes out. So then the three of us in a convoy, I'm in the middle. I have three Publix employees surrounding me, are walking through Publix trying to find this. Well, all of a sudden, over the loudspeakers, I hear, with a gentleman looking for baby fruit, squeeze fruit, please come to the front of the store. And I'm thinking, holy cow. So what's happened is... is Publix thinks that they are getting secret shopped, audited, you know, whatever happens in the grocery store industry. And I am getting, I mean, basically my hand held while I'm doing the grocery shop. So finally we get over there and we find it and I say, thank you so much. And I check it off my list and I write on the price. And I, I don't take anything. I don't actually take so, the fruit so, with so me. So they did have it? Oh, yeah, they had it. I found it. It was not, it, 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 was, it was in the produce section. It was nowhere near where, where I thought it would be. Um, so then what I noticed is, I kind of had a bullseye on my back for the whole rest of my shopping experience. Every time I'd turn a corner, I would notice employees kind of taking note of where I was and kind of cutting their eyes at me. So it was a, it was a bit of a, a unique shopping experience. The one other little funny thing is as I was winding down my list, um, this other lady, I guess she had saw what, what, what I was having. She came up to me and said, um, sir, are you making a list of all the things that, that Publix doesn't have? And I, I said, no, ma'am. She goes, well, just in case you wanted to know, they don't have, and she's told me an item that they're frequently out of. You, you need to let them know they ought to start ordering more of that. So I said, okay, you know, <laughs> thank you. And I went on about, about my business. So let me give kudos. If you were ever shopping in the Publix on Highway 81 in Georgia, um, great, great customer service. So Publix, you're, you're doing it right. Well, and that's, and that's probably the, I will tell you now, we're going to get into the numbers of this thing, is that, by the way, Walmart, Target, we didn't have those experiences. I think it's because they're so big. They had no clue what we were doing. And, you know, so you big shot at them, but that's all right. It's, it's okay. Um, and just to give you a taste of what we have here, so, you know, and I will tell you, my family, we're not, and this is going to surprise some of you, might even disappoint a few of you, we're, 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 pretty, we're not as flexible with our product selection. Um, we're big on some of the organic and natural foods. You know, it, my wife is into that stuff, and I am too. I'll tell you, I, I kind of went into it skeptical, um, but now... Uh, I think there is a taste difference, and if I feel like I'm doing good things, that, that's a good thing. So we have like Horizon milk on there, the half gallons. I know that's um, much more expensive than the store brands. We have Greek yogurt. I introduced Bo to Greek yogurt. Um, we have a brand that we use on that that um, was good. We have fresh blueberries, bananas on here. We have you know goldfish because if you have kids, you have to have goldfish. Jif. I'm very, very brand loyal to Jif peanut butter, so th that's on the list. And then we, of course, got our frosted mini wheats and our honey nut Cheerios and um, all those things. I mean, there's a list of about 20 items, and these are things we go through, if not on a weekly basis, about every other week because I wanted to get high-impact items that my family goes through. I even put diapers on here, too, because I think Pampers, um, the, the Cruisers, that's what we use at the house. And that's, you know, if these are products that you like and, and that you're happy with them, let's see what's the best deal is. So we first went to Walmart, and I got to tell you, they did come in the cheapest. Uh, it, you know, the, the, the 20 items came up to a, a price of $52.65. Well, the next on the list 
was target at regular prices because we I did have all my associates type in the regular price, but then also what it rang up at. Walmart really doesn't have sales. They have rollbacks, but it doesn't appear that it's a temporary thing. It's more of that they've now gotten a better negotiation point with the distributor and, and the manufacturer, and they drop their prices. So all of you know Walmart's prices is pretty steady, but Target's regular price was fifty four sixty one, but their actual sales price, meaning that what we would have paid for the goods, it was right at $52.82. So it was you know less than a $0.20 cent difference between Target and then the Walmart. Publix came in at $55.31. So Publix was five, a little over 5% higher than Walmart. Target at regular prices was 3.72% higher, but if you actually look at what you paid, because they did have sales, they had uh, you know sales on a lot of the goods, it was only 0.32%, so less than a half a percent. But this is what was really good for me to see for my family. I think it's important to pop in here, too. You, you just want to talk about the availability of products real quick? Before yeah, and, that, and that's probably a good point, too, is because we did have, I will tell you, there's five items that we couldn't include in that $50 price because Walmart doesn't carry them. Target and um, Publix had no trouble with uh, with picking these things up, and and some of it was like on Smuckers, we, you know, Smuckers Jam. Walmart has Smuckers, but they don't carry the um, the the organic, the, the organic version of the product, and that and that's um, we do organic at the house. So that was one when we're dealing with fruits, we like to to deal with the organic side of things. So that was it was not available. It was the same thing with the Orville Redenbacher's popcorn. They didn't have the natural flavor. They did have, you know, Orville Redenbacher at Walmart, but they're not going to have the natural version. And, and I'll tell you, Walmart is making an effort, I think, to kind of go more green on the, the organics and other things, but they're just not quite there where where Target or Publix and some of the, the, the bigger supermarkets where they can have more brand selection. So Walmart is all about price. Um, I'm sure they're using their negotiation powers to, you know, they tell the manufacturers, Give us your best deal, but you don't have to give us all these product lines. Well, I don't know how they do the negotiation process, but they do not have the amount of products uh, and that they, that you would find at, at Target and Publix. But price, they're the cheapest on, on the front end. But look at this. This is the thing that I thought was very powerful. If you take the Target sales price plus the 5% you get off of having the red card, actually Target is 4.69% lower. And then that led to my next question. What about if you're a good couponer? You know, because I've, I've had my eyes open. I came in, um, well, y'all have heard me talk about Michael Gassis's agency, insurance agency. It's a, he's, a, you know, I've known Michael my, pretty much my whole life because I grew up with his oldest daughter. Well, his oldest daughter is in here probably twice a week. Um, she drops by the office, and I, I walked in one morning, and she had this portfolio book opened up, this file folder. Um, you know, with a three-ring binder in it, and she had coupons covering the entire table. And then, I mean, and this wasn't just like, you know, a file folder that's, <clears throat> you know, white, and you know, that you'd use in a presentation. It was actually, a, you know, decorative. You know, it had, you know, so this was this was a file folder that was designed for couponing. Um, you know, where it folds in, and you know, it's it's like a trapper keeper, but then it has, you know, fabric all around it. it it's it nice. looks good. It, it looks, looks good. good. But Angela is going through this thing, and I, I'm just like, Angela, what what are you doing? She goes, Oh yeah, I do I do the super couponing, and I mean, and this book is slammed. I mean, it is full. So I asked her about it, and then I find out that she actually is part of a network that you know she has people that she sets up 
meetings for people to learn how to be super couponers. Um, so, and this is before we even found out Nikki's mom is one of these people as well, you know, our brand new employee. So I went and we, um, we got Nikki's mother involved, who's involved in a lot of these things, and, and then had Nikki go through some websites. Because here's some of the big websites if you want to get into couponing. is couponbug.com. There's also southernsavers.com. Um, you know, I'm sure there's coupon.com as well as I've, I think Karen uses that right. one, one of Mike's associates. So these things, and, and this is what the people will tell you. Coupons go through a six-week cycle. Every item, pretty much every item and every brand is part of that six-week cycle from the big manufacturers. And you've got to just kind of know how that cycle flows out. And I've heard people on the radio who are these super coupon people talk about this as well. And you have to know that if coupons are under 50 cents, a lot of grocery store trains will double them. Um, And most coupons last two months. Uh, But there are some that go even further than that. Some of the manufacturer coupons will even go further than that. But um, if if you're a couponer... Publix is probably a great place for you because they are known for their buy one, get one freeze. Yes, sir. On the BOGOs or, you know, my wife is always talking. You don't have to buy actually two products. Here in Georgia. uh, Now, um, Nikki was telling me she knew somebody down in Florida that Publixes in Florida do not work this way. So maybe this is a regional thing in Georgia is that even though it's a buy one, get one free, you only have to buy one item. You essentially get that one item at half price. And then you combine that with coupons. And this is what's powerful about Publix as well, is that you can use competitors' coupons. So if Target has come out, and that Target has some great coupons, if, if Target has coupons, you can use those at Publix. Um, I think Nikki said that, that Publix's policy is something like if they have a competitor within five miles, they will honor their their coupons. So, you know, that, that pretty much opens it up. If you're in a place, that, a pretty urban area, you're going to pretty much have the, the run of everything that's around you. You know, it might be Ingalls, might be Winn-Dixie, Target. Um, you're going to have ac- or Kroger. You're going to have access to all those different type of, of store coupons. But Target has really good coupons, and we could have trimmed off another $3 just off two of the three coupons that were available on these products. Two of them were Target coupons. So we could have probably taken another 2 or $3 off if we'd have just been coupon type of people. But I was, I got to tell you, the red card paying off it appears and you know and i know a lot of you will say if you're using it with a credit card you're probably buying more goods than you would if you would pay cash but i will tell you target is not doing this like a lot of things whereas I, we i have good credit and usually when i go apply for some type of credit they give me they want to try to give me a ten thousand dollar line of credit they're not treating it like that at, at Target. They gave me right at $1,000. They won't go above it unless you show that you have a history. Because we bought some big things right after around Christmas. We bought some pretty big things at, at Target, and we hit that $1,000 pretty quick. And, and I wanted to keep getting my 5%. And they wouldn't exp- expand my credit card limit on the Target card because they said that you have to. they're going by your record with the Target program. It doesn't matter if you're an 800-point credit score or anything like that. They're, they're not worried about that. But really impressed with um, with the way Target came in on this thing. I will tell you, I think if you're a couponer, you just can't be as brand loyal as maybe my family is. Um, if you can have flexibility, because as Nikki was going through the coupons, there were a lot of coupons for other yogurt manufacturers and other products like that. But if you were very brand loyal, it's just not going to work out for you as well. Bo, anything else you want to add on this? Yeah, one thing I want to throw in is you notice the three stores we chose to use were Walmart, Publix and Target. Um, we did not mention Kroger, and I'll give you my own little personal thoughts on Kroger because I think Kroger does something awesome with the Kroger Plus card. 
Um, if you go to Kroger, you're probably familiar with this, but if you use your Kroger Plus card every time you shop for groceries, one, that's essentially, you get savings. So that's, um, you're gonna pay a different price if you're a Kroger Plus customer than if you're a regular, regular Kroger customer. But what I think is really, really cool about Kroger is their Kroger Plus card, for every $100 you spend in groceries, you get 10 cents off per gallon next time you go to the gas pump. So you can imagine as gases are increasing, if you fill up your car at Kroger, which has competitive gas prices anyways, you can save 10 cents per gallon. That's huge. When I was in college, that's, um, that's the only place I shopped for groceries because there was a Kroger right by my house. Um, the reason I use Publix now is because of the convenience. There's not a Kroger real close to me. Um, but uh, but that's uh, definitely something to take into consideration because you can save a little bit on those fuel costs. Um, let me kind of close out the grocery store before we move on to, uh, you know, the fun Disney stuff is that just to go over the numbers, because this was one of those data intense type podcasts where there's a lot of data that went into this and then the, the reveal doesn't take long to give it to you. So we might as well go ahead and share the information. Walmart, like I said, was at $52.65 for the products they did have. And then we did an apples to apples, only included those products that all the the the, the providers had in common. Publix was at $55.31. Target with sales prices was fifty two eighty two. So what that means is Publix was five percent higher than Walmart. Um, Target was point three two percent higher. Um, but if you had the Target sales price, meaning plus the five percent red card, it was actually four point six nine percent lower than Walmart. So that means if you add the how much that means it was close to ten percent cheaper than Publix. Um, so I, I think that's kind of a, a good summary of, of what we found out by doing this data analysis. Is there a fee associated with that Target red card? No. So it's completely no, no fee, free to sign up, free to use. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, you, you can't help but walk in a Target Supercenter and see them, um, you know, you know, pushing that thing as much as possible. Um, I, I will tell you, I was listening, you know, I'm, if you're down here in the southeast, you know there's a, a, a radio Personal, you know, he kind of does. He's a consumer advocate, Clark Howard. Um, we know one of the producers for, for Clark, and, and I heard him on the radio talking about kind of similar topic, and I just want to give you a heads up of something that's coming down the pipe, is that Walmart was actually the huge benefactor of the 2008 downturn in the financial markets because when all of us got really scared about the economy, Walmart was the, the brand that we all knew you could get cheap prices at so they were the big, they picked up a lot of, of market share during that downturn. Well, as, as we've all gotten used to kind of where things are now with the economy and have kind of figured out what works for our family, um, you know, people who are in the little higher income brackets and, and who prefer the, the Target brand and the experience of the Target shopping have kind of transitioned back to Target. But then Walmart has actually seen um, a downturn of some people who are now buying a lot of their goods at the Family Dollars, the Dollar General, the Dollar Trees. Um, so Walmart has kind of lost some market share from some of those people because the people who they're, they're nipping at their heels about being the lowest cost provider, the Dollar Trees and the Family Dollar and so forth, they're, you know, and the Dollar Generals, they're, they're now coming after um, Walmart. Walmart has recognized this, and that's what, as Clark puts, you have to be beware of the sleeping giant. Walmart has pretty much declared war on those dollar generals and, um, and and family dollars and so forth that you're going to see, and this might be April, May, June. Clark didn't give specifics, but he's seen research and had some people contact him that you are going to see Walmart start to revamp their stores to a degree to offer a section 
that will specialize in going after a lot of those goods that you're seeing at those Dollar Generals and so forth. So if you are a Walmart-type shopper, be prepared to see in the coming months there's going to be some really good things coming your way. Um, to maybe you're not going to have to jump in the car and drive down, you know, go to Walmart for this good and then drive down the street to go to the Dollar General for this good. You might be able to pick it all up at, at Walmart as they try to, to go after some of these other manuf- these other competitors who are, who, who are broaching in on their stuff. Um, I'm just a, we like the target experience. I think that what I liked about this analysis, let me see what we're doing. We're getting a good deal on. So let's talk about something fun. Bo got to go to Disney World. And I had somebody write me, we tried to find the email, and this is the problem, when, we're, when I travel sometimes I, I get emails on my cell phone, I forward some, I don't forward some, so sometimes emails do fall through the, the cracks, and I apologize to whoever wrote us, but we did get to read your email, but I had a listener contact me asking, say, well, Brian, you know, I hear you're going to Disney, I'd love to hear, you know, I appreciate the tips you're doing, but... I'm taking it you must be staying off-site, meaning you're not staying on Disney property because you were trying to get the best deal. And that is true. I've, I've done both. I've done on-property. I've done off-property. I will tell you, I like on-property. I know you pay. what you have to do is just be more aware of what you're paying for the goods and, and pay attention for the sales. And when we went, we actually were able to get a great price, and we stayed at the Port Orleans French Quarter. And they are completely refurbing that resort. So the rooms were brand new. They were awesome. Yeah, I mean, flat screen TVs, refrigerators, the the you know the, the the tubs, the tile, everything was all brand new. So it felt like a really nice feel to it for a moderate price, and that's considered a Disney moderate resort. But what I like is the transportation. And then I'm gonna let Bo give his feedback on his trip because I know that's what a lot of you want. But for my deal conscious people, what I like about whenever. We've been down there and, and stayed at the Port Orleans French Quarters. It's right there on the waterway that connects to downtown Disney. So you can ride the boat, uh, which is kind of like a ride within itself, to ride an event, to ride over to downtown Disney to go dinner, go to some of the pugs. We went to Raglan Road or whatever, that Irish restaurant. They have a great little pub there that you can do flights of beers and other things um, that are that are from that area. And this is something that, you know, I don't know if it's completely true, but I heard it and I will repeat it just because I think it's true. And I've, I've shared it with Bo is that, um, what last time I was at Disney before I took Bo down there, I heard that Guinness that is served at that restaurant is actually directly from, uh, you know, Ireland and, and, and coming from that area versus the a lot of the Guinness we get here in the States is not coming. It's not actually flown over and shipped. It's something that's distributed here by, you know, a local group. It's still Guinness, but it's just not the authentic thing coming right. from the European continent. So um, I don't know if it's completely true, but I've heard that, and I will, you know, spread that rumor with a, a little bit of a disclaimer. Um, I also like about the French Quarter is the fact that it is centrally located to the fact that if you want to go to Epcot or Magic Kingdom, you're not on a bus for a long time. Love the Animal, the animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, it's a deluxe resort that we stayed at with my family in the past. Loved having the animals outside the room, but it is a ways to get to any of the parks besides Animal Kingdom. So um, just a little two, you know, my two cents that you can stay at a moderate resort, um, not spend a ton of money, get a lot of the amenities, plus brand new fresh rooms. Um, I'm really big fan. If you want to go check out a good website, there's an unofficial 
website that has great information. It's called portorleans.org. It's not connected with Disney, but really great information on that website telling you, you know, what's going on, maps and so forth. Now let's talk about now that I've kind of gotten through the the listener. Give me your give me your impression, Bo. So this this is what happened. You know, I was excited to go to Disney. You know, I was really I thought it was gonna be a fun trip, but um, you know, everyone talks about this magical experience. Oh, it's magical. Oh, it's magical. Well, I, you know, I didn't buy into all that at first. And we did go to Magic Kingdom first because I wanted him to get the Magical Kingdom, the the original, you know, park first. When I got down there, I mean, it happened immediately. It, when when people talk about Disney being a magical place, it absolutely is a magical, magical place. We went to Magic Kingdom. What I think is so unique is I've never never been to Disney. I, I realized, I didn't know this before, I've never been to a zoo, so we went to Animal <laughs> Kingdom. I've never seen an elephant, a hippopotamus, an alligator. I got to see all that stuff for the first time. But what I thought was so unique is that when we were doing the rides, you know, we did the Peter Pan and we did the Winnie the Pooh. When I was doing these rides... I remember being a little kid hearing these stories. I remember like, you know, tra- going all the way back to when I was four and five years old hearing these stories and kind of seeing it and seeing the characters. It really was unbelievable. Well, then, so Meaning that, like you've seen Peter Pan the movie and then riding the ride. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, so what I thought was so unique is, so that satisfied kind of the little kid in me. Well, then the adult money financial person, I mean, thought, holy cow, Walt has done this thing right. He and Roy really put together an experience because everything about Disney is just so intricate, so involved, and so perfectly done that they leave nothing out. Every ride is done. I mean, we, we, you know, we rode Rock and Roller Coaster a few times. Unbelievable. Tower of Terror. They just, everything they do, they put together so well. And I will give Brian a big kudos. If you have not listened to his Disney, you know, Disney podcast in the past, and you don't do Disney the Brian Preston way, you're missing out because... We went down there with the intentions of doing three parks over two days. We got down there, and because we did it so well, because we had the touring plans, because we had the fast passes, we actually did three parks the very first day we were there, and then we did two parks the second. So there was not a main attraction at Disney World that I did not get to see, and it was simply because we just did it so efficiently. Yeah, we did and, all uh, four parks within two days, which it, is pretty incredible. It was unbelievable that we didn't really stand in line. You know, we didn't we didn't do any of that. It was just it was. We got to see so much that it really was an incredible experience that now, as soon as I get back, people say, oh, did you see this? Did you do that? Did you do this? And the answer is yes. I, got to, I really do feel like I got to do everything. Um, it was, I can't wait to go back, and then I also can't wait because I think it would be cool to one day when you have children, take children down there and kind of see it through their eyes. But um, I want to go back again, you know, just, just you know, as an adult again, because it was a blast. I, I, I literally enjoyed everything about it. Do you want to give a celebrity shout-out to who almost tripped over us? So this, so we saw a celebrity, and, um, and it just caught me off guard. We were walking, we were turning a corner, and there was this guy. It was over by the Brown Derby. Over by the Brown Derby. Hollywood Studios. You know, Brian, Brian and his wife and me and, and, me and Jenna were walking, and, um, and there was this guy kind of creeping over the lawn. And I saw him creeping. He was wearing a New York Mets hat, and I, I looked at Brian. And I said, Brian, that's, that's John Stewart. And John Stewart, of course, is he, he? He's the host of the Daily Show. He's a you know sort of a, a comedic political commentator. Um, he has a comedy program um, on Comedy Central. 
I said, Brian, there's there's John Stewart. Well, as I'm saying this, the guy could probably you know smell my breath. He was so close yeah, to me. Yeah, he was right. Real but close. Um, what he was doing, he was sneaking up on his kids. He went and grabbed his son, and he they were, he was surprising him. I guess his kids didn't know he was there. And it was kind of cool seeing him. You know, once I got past the celebrity shock of holy cow, there's a famous person. I was like, wow, you know, that's pretty cool. He's spending time with his family. Um, I imagine the Disney experience for celebrities is probably a little bit different than the Disney experience for us because he did have someone walking around with him. Um, we, you know, we watched him. He went over to the to the uh, Midway, um, the Toy Story. What's, what's it? It's, it's Toy Story. It's, it's the, the Toy, Toy Story, Story ride, Midway yeah. Mania. And, you know, he kind of got to go ahead. He didn't have to wait in line. You have to wait in the 90-minute line. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it, it really was it really was a pretty, pretty cool thing to, to see a celebrity. So, John, if you're out there and you listen to The Money Guy, um, it was great to see you, and um, hopefully we'll, we'll talk again soon. And, and, and if you're wondering who we were, John, we were the we were the guys standing over there with my <laughs> wife yelling at me to pull the camera out, and take a picture, and I wouldn't do it because you had your kids with you. So it was, um, but it was a good experience. I thought it was. It, by the way, we went, and um, this is this is what a nut my wife is. She, we were curious because he did have a Disney rep with him, who you know was helping him get on the rides and so forth. Is that you? Actually, they don't talk about it, but you could even you could get that concierge type service for you and your family, and we even got some prices on that. It, it's not cheap to say, but um, it is interesting that that's not something just celebrities can, can do. You could do it if you were the type who wanted to pay that extra money and, and really speed up the process. We saw, I, I don't know who this guy was, but it was a guy and his son were in line with um with a Disney rep as well, and uh, you know, so he obviously decided he bone up a few extra right. dollars and get that type of experience. But great times. Can I get can I give one more little shout out real yeah, quick? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um I am a I'm a bigger guy. I love to eat. I just absolutely <laughs> love 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 to eat. <laughs> food going. food is what I enjoy. We went to a restaurant down there and my girlfriend uh, later on that night she said, "Bo, that's the best meal I've ever had in my whole entire life." Um, and, and I couldn't really disagree. We went to Ohana, which is a Brazilian steakhouse down there. It's in the Polynesian Resort. It's not really Brazilian. It's it's Hawaiian. It's or Hawaiian. Kind of, Hawaiian. It's Hawaiian, but it's built. Of, you know, if y'all have ever been to the Brazilian steakhouse where they come around with the carving stations, that that's why you know Bo says Brazilian is because they do come around and it's unlimited. You eat as much as you want. And um, Bo put on a show. I think he definitely got his cost of fun <laughs> money, you know, out of that out of that experience because it was um, something. I will tell you the last thing is because I, I I picked up dinner at Ohana, but then Bo graciously offered to do the cab ride home, <laughs> and it was really kind of funny watching his laser beam focus on that taxi cab meters is going because I could see in his head he was probably like God, I got this free meal. And because uh, Bo, Bo's got a sickness about how cheap he is, <laughs> so I could see him thinking, "I'm losing the opportunity of I had this free meal, and now this cab fare is totally eating into that that benefit." So uh, it was it really cracked me up, and and his girlfriend Jenna had no clue that he was so focused on the thing because like there was a deer, and she's like, "Oh look a deer," and Bo's like, "I can't see that," you know, <laughs> you know, he's totally watching the the meter. So it, it was a fun trip. I don't, it was not one that you come back refreshed from because, like I said, we attacked four parks, two days. I don't think many people do that, um, but but we we were able to, to really go and hit the and get Bo as much of a Disney experience as we possibly could. So, thank you, Disney. So I'll I'll leave Disney alone for a while, but um, if you haven't, go check out our previous podcast where we did go talk about some of our resources that we use. Um, Bo had kind of hit on it with the touring plans as well as. 
um, mouse trips. You know, I, I use Scott on that. And, you know, these are things that, that can be beneficial. So check it out. And um, I really thank you guys for listening. Y'all have been doing a great job on the podcast feedback on iTunes. Yes, I'm, thank I'm just you shocked. so much you know, for that. It, it warms my heart every time I go out to iTunes and I see we have more positive comments. Thank you for that. Um, I'd also ask you, go check us out. Go to money-guy.com, and we'll talk to you in about two weeks. The Money Guy podcast is hosted by Brian Preston, and Brian Preston is a partner with Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management. Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Money Guy podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.